Hello and welcome to another episode of the Semi and Kelly podcast where it is a good day if we are not attacked by a dog. When I was a kid, my mum used to say to me, always hang around people who are better than you. When I say that, I don't mean people who think that they're better than you. Let's clear that up. I have this girlfriend, she's amazing. One day she introduced me to one of her friends. Fucking weird. Her girlfriend like jumped at any opportunity to bring her down or to like give her some sort of guru life advice to sound smart. It was weird. It was weird. Clearly jealous. That's not what I'm talking about. When I say people who are better than you, they've got traits that you wish that you had so that you have to up your game because birds of a feather flock together. Whoever you hang around is who you fucking are. I work at a gym that's completely run by women and strong women. The heads of the department are strong women. They don't bitch, straight shooters, and the standards are next level. I can be quite flighty. You guys would know this from listening to my podcast, Easily Distracted. I can be quite airy-fairy. Got there. Obviously, that wasn't acceptable there. And every instructor and PT there was better than me. Next level. I had the opportunity in the beginning where I could have been like, fuck yous. This place is fucked. You know, I'm blamed for them because your ego kind of gets hurt that you're not good enough. So glad I didn't do that. Up my game. Ten times the PT and gym instructor that I've ever been since being there. But this is just an example of being around people who are better than you. Okay, well, let's start the podcast. Hello and welcome to the season of Dear Boot Camper, episode six. On the weekend, I spoke at a women's health retreat. I did have the topic of self-love, which I focused on purpose because... If you want to lose weight, like everything's always brought back to weight loss and fitness for me. If you want to lose weight and you're not living a life that you love, good luck with that. So I focused a lot on that, like working out why you're here. Yeah, maybe you were a fish that got out and walked, but the chances of you being born were one in 400 trillion. As far as I'm concerned, it's not by coincidence that all of your emotions, the things that you love, the way that you look, your eye color, skin color, that's not by chance. You're here for a reason. Work out what it is. Bring your soul to life. And then there's some like magic that happens right there where you no longer have to suppress your sadness with food. But anyway, that like I'm just touching on that. That's not my topic today. But then on the second day, my topic was goal setting. So I think that people think that I'm going to come in and I'm going to be like, okay, everyone, we're going to set an eight-week goal. Like, I, I mean, there's great ways around it, like discipline, um, don't have the food in the house, which is true, you know, uh, prepare to fail, oh no, what? fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Like, yeah, I could get up there with some gammon memes on a fucking slideshow, yay, great. And I have no doubt that I could like motivate everyone there. They'd walk out. Maybe they would achieve their 12-week plan, 8-week plan or whatever. But they'd gain the weight back. And that's not what I want. Always long-term results. So I went in there and I was like, okay, girls. Instead of setting goals, let's change the person that you are. Because as a child, you're super excited for life. 
you're so um, motivated, everything's exciting, you can't wait to do anything, and then slowly but surely you're tarnished by your mum, your dad, adults around you, school, society making you think you should live a certain way, da da da. Everything happens, then you create this life for yourself and you become a person maybe that you want to be or maybe that you don't want to be. Most likely you've become someone that you're not 100% pleased with. Like, I'm not saying that you hate yourself, but you've probably got a lot of habits that you don't really like. And then you have to refine yourself. Now, this sounds like a bit spacey. Don't care. Saw this great artwork. I love it. One day I'm going to buy it for myself. And it's like this bit of rock. And it's this man that's like chiseling himself out of the rock. So it's like we need to perfect ourselves, not set a 12-week goal. We need to become the person that we want to be. So I started it off by saying, I prioritize exercise. I give a fuck if people think it's super extreme. I will turn up late to your wedding to go for a run. I've said this in a podcast before. I put exercise before my family, before my work, before everything. Because I am better at everything if I have worked out. Like if I've done a workout, oh my God, my headspace is better I feel good, like I, I like you got all those endorphins, and I feel good. I do like, like people make me feel, or people will make you feel guilty for feeling good about yourself. But I actually love that I can just chuck anything on, like, and it fits good because I also know the feeling of shit fucking not fitting good. I know that feeling of shit being tight, having an overhang, changing your outfit thirty times, and feeling self-conscious fuck that you know that famous saying off wolf of wall street and how he says i've been a rich man and i've been a poor man and i choose rich every time well i've been fat and i've been fit like fit yeah that's good i've been fat and i've been fit and fuck that i choose fit every time and people think you know like that's so extreme like you're so extreme because i had my girlfriend's wedding lauren's wedding actually I knew that we had to be there at 7 a.m. So I was up at 3 a.m. to make sure that I fit in my workouts of the day before I left. I know that sounds extreme, but I don't give a shit because I see so many women and I reckon 98% of the women that you meet, the amount of energy that they spend on being depressed and thinking about their weight and feeling guilty for the food that they eat and feeling like shit because unfortunately, like those foods are not exercising like you lack energy. Uh, eating well and exercise gives you energy so you're tired half the time the energy that people spend on that would be fucking half as much energy as that I spend on actually physically exercising that's what I know so you I know that people think that I'm extreme because it's rare for people to be as extreme as me but I I just think it's fucking insane the amount of energy that people spend on fucking hating themselves and not exercising and not eating healthy so I I prioritize that but anyway so I went in there and I was like okay girls let's change the person that you are let's become the ultimate version of yourself let's work on that so instead of setting a 12-week plan to get fit why not become someone who is fit that's part of who you are I identify as that I put fitness as part of my identity, like who I am. I genuinely believe it, and thus I am this. So I got them to do three columns. In the first column, I got the girls to write just one one habit that they currently have that they don't like. 
okay now I say one because I said just tackle one thing at a time I see people all the time who do this oh my god I'm gonna quit smoking I'm gonna start running I'm gonna eat fucking lettuce for breakfast lunch and dinner and then I'm going to I don't know I don't know I'm gonna live my best life they change so much and it's nothing like how they currently live and their brain's like, you know what? After two weeks, it's a very uncomfortable space for them to be in. And it's so uncomfortable that they're like, yeah, fuck this. I'm out. That's what your brain will do. So if you just do one thing at a time and you achieve it, your brain loves evidence. So let's just say you fix one thing in your life. Like, I don't know. I consistently run every day. That's all the evidence that my fucking brain needs for consistency. So when I go to do something, I don't tell myself, no, you can't do this. You fail all the time. My brain's like, yeah, because you run every day. So look at you go. If you're consistent with that, then you're going to be consistent with this. It just needs a little bit of evidence. So I got them just to pick one thing about themselves that they would like to change. And instead of putting it in a, like, in a current tense, so instead of writing, I am disorganized, because, no, I'm about to contradict myself, but I am disorganized. <laughs> I, I, really, I really do need to work on that. Well, I am working on it. So I got them to write, I was disorganized. So I got them to write that. So it's their brain. You know how I say in podcasts all the time, your brain is whatever it's continuously told, whether you tell it or someone else tells it, doesn't matter, registers it the same. So if you were to say, I am your brain believes it is true so I got them to write it in a past tense I was disorganized then in the middle column I got them to write like recognize what habits they currently have that got them there so I'm going to use this as an example for myself my car is always fucking messy and when I say messy like your knees are up around your face because of McDonald's packets okay like it's just a bomb and I was like I can't deal I can't even deal with this and then by about when it gets that bad you get into your car I'm fucking stressed from the minute that I get into my car like a messy house and a messy car mate I'm stressed out of my eyeballs so I was like that's it this was the thing that I was going to start I'm going to keep my car clean like that's a little thing that's all I needed so the habit that gets me there is that I had to recognize and I had to get the girls to recognize what habit gets you there or like what thought pattern gets you there is that when I pull up at the end of the night because I work big days love working and I roll into my driveway at nine o'clock at night I don't feel like I clock out in that moment I clock out and I don't feel like doing two trips in my car you know how like when you get all your groceries and you don't want to do two trips so you try and carry as many as you can inside because you don't want to come back out to the car the minute I pull up in the driveway, I clock out. Whatever I can carry in my hands inside is all that goes in. Because I'm like, fuck this. So I like, identified the thought pattern that gets me there. Okay, two weeks ago, I got my car cleaned, right? Paid for someone. Then I was like, I'm going to keep it clean. I identified the thought patterns that were getting me there to a messy car. It's been two weeks. My car's still clean. Now, I don't clock out. I don't clock out until that last trip and that last bit of scrap is taken out of the car. So I change my clock out time and I remind myself. So I relate it to pain. That's always good to relate what you're trying to change to pain. 
I say to my girls all the time, when you go to exercise, don't concentrate on how painful it's going to be. It's always painful. I train every day of my life. Those runs don't get any fucking easier. I'm not running and thinking, wow, this feels so great for my legs. No, my focus is always on how good I'm going to feel after. So if I wanted to not exercise, I could focus on the pain. But I focus on the good part. So when I pull up at the end of the night and I just want to clock out right there, I focus on the pain of how I'm going to feel if my car gets extremely messy and then I get extremely stressed. And then I focus on like the pleasure of how I'm going to feel when I get into a nice clean car the next day. It's like I'm preparing for my future self and that's what I do. So two weeks, I've had a clean car. Look at me go. So I got the girls to do that. Identify the thoughts that get you there. Then in the third column, I got them to write the new person that they are, the new trait that they have, and I got them to write it in a present tense because that's what your brain needs. It needs it in a present tense. So then they needed to write, I am. So for me, if I was to do it, which I didn't do it, I would write, I was extremely disorganized. What was the habit that was getting me there was that I was clocking out. As soon as I drove into that driveway, I was mentally clocking out. In the third column, I put, I am organized or I have a clean car. Because if you write, I would like to continuously have a clean car, your brain's like, yeah, that's what we would like. That's not who we are, but that's what we would like. So it puts it into the future. So that's what I got the girls to do, to start... um, to start thinking about the person that they would like to be rather than an eight-week goal. So if they want to be a fit person, identifying the thought patterns that are getting them, like that are preventing them from getting there. Of course, I always get mother's guilt with so many mums, so many of them who don't prioritize their exercise because of their children. Like they feel guilty for leaving their kids or whatever or spending money on themselves. I don't know. But of course, I did get that there. And I always tell the same story. My parents consistently exercise. They sure as fuck didn't have parents' guilt, a <laughs> mother's guilt. Every single day, they consistently exercise. We went to a wedding on Saturday night. I think I said this. We went to a wedding on Saturday night, Sunday morning. Boom. I was heading to work um, at the gym. I was going to run a class. And then I crossed, as I went to get in my car, my parents were in their runners and they were coming back from a walk. We'd all had the latest night, but I just realized my parents were going for a walk. I was going to go run a fitness class. I had conditioned learning because this is all I had seen from my parents. And to this day, they have not changed. Greatest gift that they ever gave me was that. So mother's guilt, just remember that. Whatever like your children observe you doing is what they're going to do when they're older. I don't struggle anywhere near as much with exercise because my parents consistently did it. So, you know, I, it, it was nice to, to say that because there's so many women there that have mother's women's, uh, women's guilt. The fuck? Mother's guilt. Anyway, that's what I got them to do. So, recapping over that for you guys. Change the person that you are rather than setting um, goals for yourself. I mean, it is a little bit of a goal. But at the end of the day, I want to be an extremely organized person. But I need to give my brain some evidence. So I got to start small. I love to be all or nothing. I think that's human nature to be all or nothing. But unfortunately, we got to learn a bit of patience. Trust me, hardest thing I'm ever going to fucking do in my life is learn patience. So small habits, creating small habits, changing parts of yourself and chiseling the best version of yourself out. All right, on that note, I'm going to finish with a story that's completely unrelated. 
but starting this podcast, I said, <laughs> birds of a feather flock together. I'm completely going to contradict myself again. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was fucking naughty. I was a really naughty kid. My sister was amazing. She was just such a, um, she actually got an award for diligence. Like that just blows my mind. Didn't think there was such a thing as a diligence award. I think they made it up just to give my sister a diligence award. I'm pretty sure she got ducks to the school. Can't be sure. She's like academic wise, fucking smart. Okay. Don't know. I don't know what happened with me. I can't even pull a sentence together. You know, someone said to me, you sound really dumb when you swear all the time. This was me. Oh, fuck off <laughs> you know and it, like I feel like she's she's amazing my sister's amazing but my parents had me and I feel like they were like wow what did we do to deserve this I was really naughty I obviously couldn't concentrate in class I really struggled uh doctors were always trying to put me on meds like to calm me the fuck down like I, I was just born like this and my parents unfortunately would cop a lot of kids who's parents didn't want them hanging around me because I was a little bit wild and off tap and we have a student at the moment uh, in our cheerleading and she's a little bit naughty and I love the naughty students they're my favorites because obviously I can relate to them and I see potential in them and it's just that school thinks they're naughty or like society thinks they're naughty because they're not going to sit and um, kind of take it they're you know they're disruptive their little personalities are trying to come out and they can't sit and learn in the classroom for six hours a day so people think there's something wrong with them but one of our students has been a little bit off tap lately and her mum was so sad because people are saying I don't want my child to hang around your child and I was like wow that happened to me all the time as a kid in particular there was this one girl Casey I'm sure she never listens to my fucking podcast so it doesn't matter I think she's my friend on Facebook still don't know anyway her mum was like no you really can't hang around that semi girl like just don't couldn't come to sleepovers whatever that kid's too well so I was like oh you used to really hurt my heart while these parents think that their kid's better than you like their kids are better than your kid anyway she's messaging me on facebook right one day like hey how you going like and starts using like this kind of language like babe how's things going like doll like you know that's so awesome like that's amazing and then she was like so this is this girl that couldn't hang around me as a child because her parents were worried that i would influence her obviously she's like you know what babe would you mind if i gave you a call love to catch up hun and i was like oh wow this girl's really intense like she really like even at some point there i was like is she gay but no she had like a husband and photos of her kids I mean not that that means anything but still anyway gave her my number she rings me one day fully like chatting to me like interested in my fucking life like hey babe like wow three like three kids oh babe sounds like you're doing so good for yourself I was like this is fucking weird sorry about that don't know what happened there got a phone call halfway through my recording but anyway I reckon she spoke to me for an hour and a half right pretending to be interested in my life so let like I was like, this is weird. Like, the language was weird. It was fucking weird. Anyway, chatting away, da da da. Anyway, then she's like, anyway, I just want to let you know when I think you'd be really interested in it. But I mean, like, babe, you're totally like, got three kids. You're like, totally killing it. Like, this was her language. The fuck? Pyramid schema, multi level marketing. True fucking story. Spoke to me for an hour and a half. I was like, wow, remember that time that your mom didn't want you to hang around me as a child? Now you're ringing me. Now I went through her profile. Like, I went through her profile. She's selling isogenics. Like, 
whatever fucking trying to sell this weight loss shit to me that obviously she wanted me to sell mate if you're going to sell me a product you better look the fucking part she didn't look the part obviously wanted me to sell it for her i was like what is happening she's like yeah baby you know if you sign up and then you get like that's it rambling on and if like five of your friends sign up babe then like totally like oh i just didn't even know we go on holidays all the time i was like no you're not no you're not casey you're not going on holidays you're not thriving this is a lie i'm going through your facebook right now while you're trying to pretend that this is like you're fucking living your best dream she said to me I'm buying a Lexus like you know I'm only like three weeks off buying a Lexus like I think that's a type of car or some shit she's like babe this could be you you know I just saw your Facebook then I thought this is the kind of girl that would love this product mate I was like are you fucking kidding me I was like well Casey how's life working out for you now Casey (laughs) I mean I'm not saying there's anything wrong with multi-level marketing but fuck me there's no point to that story just that like what goes around comes around Woo! <laughs> all right guys have a wonderful rest of your week that took me a lot to get through that story <laughs> okay all right bye